this is the Christian Circle Podcast and you're listening to Pamela Fernandez where we have conversations about Christian living. Here's the show. Welcome to a new episode of the Christian Circle Podcast. Today we have a new guest and this is Ray Sullivan who is going to talk to us about how to keep the devil out of your mind. Now, Let's start with you, Ray. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry. Okay, well, uh, I was born here in Texas, uh, and uh, I was raised on a farm and ranch, and I grew up uh, out there, and then I went to, to school and became an engineer. I worked at NASA and Mission Control in Houston, and I've worked uh, civil service for the Air Force for like 27 years, and now I'm retired. Back in 20, uh, 2008, I started my own website, CatholicBible101.com, and put down all the stuff I knew about the Catholic Church on one website. So it's there for anybody that wants to check it out. So that's a little bit about me. Great. So you actually wrote this post uh, for CatholicStand.com, How to Keep the Devil Out of Your Head. And yes, I wrote that article, yes. Yes, and it's a very popular article. So can you tell us why you wrote it? Well, uh, I've been, I think most people, and I, I have been troubled with uh, thoughts all my life, impure thoughts and, and thoughts of revenge and this, these kind of thoughts. And one day I read that that kind of uh, thinking doesn't always come from you. Sometimes it can come from Satan because he can put thoughts in your imagination. And so I just sat down one day and said, well, it starts in your imagination. And then it goes into your emotions and makes you uh, angry or mad or whatever. Then it can affect your memory and your conscience and your intellect and your will as well. So I just decided to put all that down in one uh, one article, and it's just my personal opinion. I'm not a psychiatrist or anything, but uh, that's how I see it. And so I just decided that that's that's what's happening to me. I figured it may be happening to a lot of people besides me, so that's why I wrote it. Great. So you mentioned there were six areas basically that the devil gets in our head. So can you enumerate what these six areas are? Well, those, I mean, there, there are many others, I'm sure, but these are the main ones. First, uh, he affects your imagination. He puts thoughts in your head. Uh, gee, if I had more money. Gee, if I had that woman or that man. Or gee, if I could get revenge. He, he puts thoughts in your imagination. Well, that, that in turn goes to your emotions and can affect how you how you react to people, either with anger or with revenge or things like that. And then they can affect, that can affect your memory. So it all feeds into one another from the bottom up. And then from your memory, it can affect, <clears throat> affect your conscience. And from your conscience, it can affect how you think, your intellect. And from there, it can affect your will and what you do. So that's how I see it. Now, why do we need to keep the devil out? You know, some people say, okay, well, this is just a part of our imagination, or these are just thoughts. Um, what, why, why is it necessary for us to keep these thoughts at the, at the very earliest stage out of our head? Well, if you don't, it's going to affect your heart. And, you know, once, you, once it gets into your heart, <clears throat> you can do all kinds of crazy things. You can uh, get all, in all kinds of trouble. If you don't keep them out of your head, uh, the thoughts usually turn into actions. And if it's the devil affecting your thoughts, those actions are going to be evil and sinful. And, of course, we all know as Catholics we're supposed to, you know, not commit any type of mortal sin. But if you let those uh, devil's thoughts dwell in your head for any length of time, it can cause you to do a lot of sinful things, maybe wind up in jail, maybe wind up uh, owing people a lot of money, 
maybe uh, ruining your marriage, all kind of things. So that's why I think we need to keep the devil out of our head because it usually will affect not only our thinking, but our actions as well and ruin our life. So what are the practical solutions? Now you listed quite a few over there, um, you know, and can you go through each one of them? Um, some practical ways that we can actually tackle this problem and, and keep the devil out of our minds. Okay. Well, uh, I would say to keep your mind occupied. There's spiritual reading. There's all kinds of uh, books. The Bible, of course, is number one. If you read the Bible, uh, and or you can, e I have an audio Bible. You can even listen to an audio Bible while you're driving around town. That that puts uh, the thoughts of God in your head and keeps the devil out. You can also pray the Rosary, which is uh, uh, which affects uh, your uh, your emotions and your imagination because you're meditating on Scripture when you say the Rosary. And of course, the devil doesn't like that when he doesn't have control of your imagination, because while you're meditating on the rosary, you're using your imagination to think about the events in the Bible. Uh, there's many other things, too. Other books you can read, too, like The Imitation of Christ is a great book. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, downloads on the Internet you can get uh, that you can download free talks on YouTube and several other Catholic websites. There's even ebooks that you can uh, download as well as audio books that you can uh, use to, f to fill up your mind so that the devil doesn't have free access to it 24-7. So that's what I would recommend. Okay. And I know you mentioned this, that once things get into our head, they also get into our heart. And uh, I know you also have another post on how you keep things out of your heart. So um, let's say, okay, we're doing all these things uh, to prevent the devil from getting into our minds. What are the other things we can do towards um, preventing them from getting into our hearts? Well, I would say uh, you have to uh, pray for the virtues, uh, you know, humility and chastity and purity. If you don't have those things, you know, most people don't have all of them. We have maybe have some of them to some degree, but you need to get the virtues. And if you have the virtues, they will overcome the deadly sins. So pray, 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 and pray for the things you don't have. If you're a glutton, pray to not to eat so much. If, if you're lustful, pray to uh, not be so lustful. And, uh, and also you can go to adoration a lot. If you go to adoration, say, say you have trouble with the sins of the flesh. Well, there's no better way to overcome that than to go to adoration and stare at the flesh of Jesus for an hour and ask him to help you. Because if you do that, uh, some, some, sometime in the future, your sinful inclinations start to go away, not maybe completely, but they will start to go away, which is a lot better than increasing. And uh, also daily mass is helpful, saying the rosary is helpful. Uh, and also doing for others, I think. If you, if you see somebody on the street that's asking for money, Give them five dollars. It's not going to hurt you. I mean, you may have to do without a case, a can of beer or something, but uh, give them five dollars just to help them out. You know, because you never know. The Bible says that we can be entertained by angels unaware. So that guy on the street that's begging for money, he may not be a real person. He may be an angel. So always help out people when you get a chance. So how long does it take? Let's say, for example, okay, we start today, and um, you know, we're we're doing all these practices. How long, in your personal experience, does it take for somebody to overcome this challenge? Well, it all depends on how deep you are. And let's say you're going to be doing it. may take a lot longer. It'll probably be a little bit less. But for me, it took anywhere from five to ten years before I 
finally started to overcome a lot of this stuff, but it was a very intense effort of going to daily mass, going to adoration, saying the rosary, but uh, it may be shorter for some and longer for others. It may be like a year or two for some. If you're, if you're deeply ingrained in the occult of pornography, those are the two things that really, really, really invite the devil into your life. So I would recommend that if those, those, anyone, those two things are affecting you, I would recommend that you start go to confession and get rid of those sins and then go to daily mass a lot, say rosary every day, and go to adoration a lot. And those things will eventually keep the devil out of your heart. And what would you say to somebody who is, okay, doing all these things and suddenly finds themselves backsliding or they've fallen back into the same thing again? And now they're saying, okay, what's the point in doing all this? How would we encourage such people to say, well, you know what, this is a long journey and you keep going? Well, never give up. I, th I think St. Monica prayed for St. Augustine to become a, a saint for like 18 years. I mean, so, she, and you know, he was a playboy all over Europe and it took 18 years for her to turn him around. So even if you're backsliding, don't give up because that's just the way the devil wants you. The devil wants you to give up. If you give up, the devil is probably not going to go to heaven. So don't surprise. And if you don't get the prize, you're probably going to go to hell, which is forever also, but you don't want to do that. So don't, if you're backsliding and you don't think it's doing any good, double down on your efforts and talk to a priest, talk to somebody that's been and uh, I've always talked to people that have been to the same down the same road I've been, and it's really helped me a lot. So if doing all these things by yourself doesn't help, find a spiritual advisor or a good friend that's been there before and uh, ask him to help you. And I think that'll help a lot. In a way, our spirituality in total needs to get stronger. What are your few tips to help somebody get spiritually stronger all around? My tips to get spiritually stronger uh, would be to, again, go to adoration as often as you can. Go to daily mass if you can. Go to confession at least once a week if you're having trouble, if you're repeating the same sins over and over again. Confession is one of the best ways to break the bond because the confession is like the tomb of Jesus. You go in dead with your sins, but you come out alive with uh, forgiveness. So confession is a great way to lose all your bad habits if you're sinning. And adoration after that, the rosary is a very special uh, way to do it uh, because uh, when you have Mary as your mother, she's going to take care of you and she's going to make sure that uh, you'll be on the right path. And also I would recommend, in addition to your devotion to Mary, meditate on the passion of Jesus Christ as often as you can. Because if you're meditating on the passion of Jesus Christ, you get graces for doing that. You're actually consoling him on the cross, even though it was 2,000 years ago. There's no time in heaven. Uh, so Jesus knew 2,000 years ago that you'll be meditating on the passion now, and you'll be consoling him. So meditate on the passion as often as you can and develop a strong, strong devotion to Mother Mary. So one last question is, how do I know that I am improving? Well, you know you're improving uh, when the sins that you say in confession are not as bad and not as frequent as they used to be. I know the sins I confess in confession now are, are uh, they're, they're not great. I mean, they're still not good, but they're not like, a, not like they were about 20 years ago. So I've advanced a lot, even though I'm still a sinner, I've got a long ways to go. My sins that I confess now are not near as bad as they used to be and certainly not as frequent as they used to be. So that's how you know you're progressing when the sins of confessional you confess aren't as numerous or as bad as they used to be.
And you'll also start to feel better. You also start to have a better outlook on life. You'll want to help others a lot and uh, you'll sleep better and you'll, you'll actually uh, have a better prayer life as a result. So tell people where they can find you online. Oh, you can find me online at catholicbible101.com. I have another website called maryandtheeucharist.org. And if you go to catholicstand.com and type in Ray Sullivan, all my archives will pop up. And you can read, I think, five or six years of archives uh, from catholicstand.com. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Ray, for talking to us. Any last bits of advice that you have? Yes, my last bit of advice, again, meditate on the Passion as often as you can. You get a lot of graces for doing that. Daily Mass, daily Eucharist, and make sure that you give your will to Jesus Christ. Because if you give your will to Jesus Christ and say, thy will be done, not my will be done, <laughs> then all the, all the devil's tricks to play in your imagination to go to your emotions, memory, conscious, intellect, and will will not happen anymore because now the will will control your intellect, they'll control your conscience, they'll control your memory, emotions, imagination. So give your will to Jesus Christ and ask Mary to help you with that. And if you give your will to Jesus Christ, half the battle is won. So thank you so much, Ray, for talking to us about um, getting the devil out of our, of our head. You're very welcome. I'm glad to be here on your show. And anytime you need more, uh, of my articles, just let me know. I'll be glad to come back on. Thank you very much.